I'm lucky to be joined in the studio this afternoon by someone who's already rocking out to the music that we're playing. So that makes me very grateful. Thank you, Judy. Uh, Miss Judy In, uh, Director of the Art Next Expo. Hi, Cruz. Hi. Good afternoon. Thank you for coming to well, thank coming you for having the me. 123 show. Um, and so... Uh, the Art Next Expo is coming up, um, and it's been described as Hong Kong's Art Basel for the youth. Well, I certainly we hope we live up to that. <laughs> yeah, name. It's exciting. Um, and so, what what I'm really what I was really excited to hear about when I received some of the information about the fair was the fact that it uh, is that the artists will be present. The most of the artists are present. Yes. All of the artists yes. present. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, maybe a bit of background. Please. Art Next Expo uh, is, I would say, quite a unique platform that connects uh, independent artists with the art communities directly. Um, in November, it, this will be our third edition. Mm -hmm. We'll have uh, the expo at the PMQ in Central from the first to the fourth of November. It's in November. Yeah. In November, uh, and uh, we had our second edition in 2017. So that every two years, uh, what we did is we brought together uh, emerging artists from all around the world to join us. Um, obviously exhibiting their latest works. Um, and as you just pointed out, um, our uniqueness it lies in, one of our uniqueness, I would say, lies in the fact that um, the artists will have to be present themselves. So unlike some other uh, art fairs, um, the exhibiting units, if you like, uh, will be the artists. So um, in our experience, you know, talking to uh, exhibitors um, visitors and art collectors, they find this extremely interesting because not that often you'll be able to actually talk to the artist behind the art. Absolutely. And and I'm really curious about this because, of course, you know, it's very, I think there's a stereotype, there's this archetype in our minds that an artist is a hermit, you know, <laughs> that they, they, they isolate, they're in their studio, they're closed away from the world, then take the work away, show the public, but I shall not face the public. I will be here in my creative space, right? And so, um, as you mentioned, a lot of the, um, the majority, or is it all of the artists? The majority. The vast yeah. majority. Will uh, they're, 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 um, so the vast majority are coming, and they're mainly emerging artists yes. as well. Yes. And do you think that's, um, you know, and do they seem willing? Are they willing to come and chat to people about their work? Very much so. You'd wow, be surprised, sure. actually. I think, as you just described, you know, uh, some artists certainly prefer to to stay away from the limelight, yes, as it were. Yes. 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 Um, but. What the, that's actually the reason why we started this art fair in the first place, uh, because first the art market extremely buoyant, yeah, particularly in this part of the world, mm -hmm. and secondly we saw an increasingly large population of artists and art collectors uh, who are much more proactive in reaching out, mm -hmm. partly thanks to social media and right, internet, yes, I would say. I was going to say, I was yes, going to say, yes. is it this trend see, that we just, exactly. you know? Exactly. I, you know, artists just post their works on Instagram and Facebook, and art collectors, particularly the younger generation one, uh, but I'm not putting the age bracket, you mm -hmm. know, maybe in terms of experience as an art collector. Sure. Um, they very actively look for new talents uh, on the web, uh, from Instagram and Facebook. Oh, really? So that's where they're all so looking it's yes not just yes an yes okay. so i think i think um there's a growing demand uh for an opportunity to for the two for the for the artists and also the collectors to meet directly so and that's uh, one reason why we started the the art fair in 2015 in the first place amazing so okay so this 
particular art fair is going to be there's going to be a lot of conversations happening then yes exactly right, so that's quite different again because exactly. you know usually and i don't think this is necessarily how it has to be maybe you can enlighten us a bit about gallery etiquette but i mean usually galleries and art spaces they tend to be quite quiet places <laughs> you're not really supposed to go around going i like this one or you know you people tend to be quite quite silent when we contemplate artistic works right wow. so it how's that's an interesting thing there's going to be a lot of energy and dynamism yes i, I would say so um but i think for contemporary art actually uh it tends to be a lot more interactive and you know immersive you know we see actually artworks uh, which invite the audience to participate in sure or to work together to actually complete the artwork so and uh, because most of our artists are emergent artists, you know, uh, relatively young, mm -hmm. you know, some in the mid-career artists. Um, so, yes, the atmosphere at Art Next Expo tends to be a, a lot more free with a lot of interaction. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one way that sort of differentiates us uh, from other affairs in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So we just do it, you know, um, slightly differently. There's no good or bad about this, I mm -hmm. suppose, but mm -hmm. uh, hopefully people will come and actually enjoy it as some kind of a festival. Uh, so yeah, so that's a nice way of looking at it. So there's kind of a festival vibe. And so you mentioned, so there's emerging artists from around the world. What what kind of countries are people uh, well, uh, are exhibiting from? Yes. Um, actually, the whole Art Next Expo is sort of curated into three main series. Uh, one is the International Artist Series. Um, and for this series, as I, I was just saying, we went through a global artist uh, uh, recruitment mm. earlier this year mm. and via social media, via promotion overseas. And uh, all the participants or the um, artists who applied for it will have to go through a panel of judges. So the judges uh, selected the ones that was joining us. And this year we'll have like 62 artists from obviously Hong Kong. Yes, of course. Yes. And um, uh Mainland China, Japan, Taiwan, so all over the place. Um, Germany, France, wow. Poland, wow. South Africa, gosh, South Korea, Switzerland. Wow, yeah, it's a really so international it's, mix. It's going to be very, yeah. very international. Great. And I want to ask, um, are you yourself an art collector, Judy? Um, do you, in a very modest way. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's I think a clarification, right? Because you can be someone who appreciates pieces mm -hmm. of work or have purchased some, and then you can be someone who collects for the, I suppose, for the investment value of oh, a piece right, as well. Right. So, in yourself, you obviously you, personally, you have a yes, yes, yeah, you, I do. You have, appreciate artworks. I, I do, I do. Actually, um, my career as an art professional was relatively recent, mm. but I've always been an art lover yes. and I write about uh, art in, in uh, the local media. And I, yes, I do collect. Mm -hmm. I do collect. And that's one thing I want to share with, you know, some friends who would say that, oh, Judy, you know, art collecting is something, you know, high on the pedestal, you yeah, know, we yeah. can't afford it. But, mm. you know, actually, that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there are always art works that go for sale at like, you know, hundreds of millions of, of, mm, of dollars, mm. right? And, and, and that's art collecting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, there are artworks which are of extremely good quality by emerging artists who have a very impressive um, CV, if you mm -hmm, want, mm -hmm. um, and are at very affordable prices. Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, one segment of the market uh, that is growing fast. Mm. As you see more and more people uh, in Hong Kong, for example, sure. uh, uh, becoming more aware of lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and things that they could appreciate after work, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. So 
Yes, I think that's a very, very healthy growth for this segment of, of artwork. Sure, and, and then yourself, some of the pieces that you've collected, are they, are they usually about the value of the piece and the credentials of the artist, or is a lot of it just your gut? Is it just something you really, really love? I think it's a combination mm -hmm. of all the factors you mentioned, sure. but I think gut feel or, you know, um, it's very important. It's, it's almost like love at first sight, you see. Yes, of course. So you like, you look at the piece, you like it, then some of the other considerations then came to mind. So, right. okay, who, 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 who's done it? Uh, at what price is being offered? Um, these are also important, but I, but I guess, um, gut feel or love at first sight is something that I myself relied on heavily. Sure. Okay, good. We're going to go to a quick, a quick, a quick song, and then we're going to come back because I want to hear about some gallery etiquette. Radio Three. We're back with Judy In, director of the Art Next Expo, which is coming up in a couple of months' time. Um, and so we were just chatting uh, before the before before the song um, a little bit about gallery etiquette. Yes. So I mean, I think. I, I love a gallery. I love to just go into a gallery and spend hours in a gallery. I once spent yes. four hours by myself in the London Portraiture Gallery. Oh, and it was one of the most right. beautiful, yes, decadent yes, uses of time yes, I've had in my life. But um, people can feel quite intimidated by approaching artwork, right? It, it, you know, it's like it's it's more so than they might seeing a wild animal at a zoo or something <laughs> like that. So, so what's what's some uh, some sort of tips you could offer people who who you know. Firstly, who's the who would enjoy this event? Who's welcome to come to the event? And how would you encourage them to approach approach pieces? Right. Well, um, of course, there should be some rules um, in like the art gallery or a uh, a museum, mm -hmm. because after all, we are talking about you know art pieces that are of you know immense value, mm. or even if we they're are, not of yeah. immense value, that somebody spent time and energy creating exactly. it, right? Exactly. You know, I mean, exactly. So I think I think obviously there 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 are some rules like like you shouldn't be like running around, you know, and, you sure, know, or yeah. spilling your coffee over <laughs> the sculptures or whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, it also it also varies from from venue to venue, I suppose. I think some some uh, organizer or some museum would prefer a more quiet environment so the audience or the visitors can really immerse themselves in the in in the atmosphere but some actually uh, as again you know for a lot of contemporary art shows that I've been to they actually encourage a lot more inter interaction between uh, either the artists or or the um, uh, the gallery owners there so you know it's, it, it, it can be you know less sort of uptight and it's not intimidating at all um, but I think uh, when I approach a piece of work, it definitely is the piece of work that matters. Okay, ah, so sure. okay. so so I don't. Sometimes I don't even sort of read the the, the background information or even the caption or the description of the painting or the sculpture. I would just allow myself to be impressed by the piece itself. So mm -hmm. so that's the way I approach it. Mm -hmm. And then if if something strikes me. It's difficult to say what. It could be the color. It could mm -hmm, be the mm -hmm, moment mm -hmm. of time. You know, if something struck me, then I would yes, I would go back to the uh, explanation. I think mm -hmm. it's it's important not to just to relate to the piece itself, but also to the creator, mm -hmm. um, and get to know a bit more about the the artist and maybe the period, or maybe um, the the context that mm -hmm. the, the the piece was uh, created. Uh, then, you know, I think, um, if I'm simply going there to appreciate as a, as a, as a, 
as in an exhibition rather than an author, then obviously I don't have to go to the, the price tag. Of course. But, yes, yes, but yes, if, yes. This is a, if this is an a, a art fair, commercial art fair where the artworks are being put up for sale, yes, I think uh, money is still important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely won't go beyond my means, no matter how much I love uh, a piece of work. Yes. I think that's the where you're... You've got sense and rational. Your rational self should, should kick in at this moment. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and there are always ways to appreciate uh, and acquire art uh, that you can afford. I think, given the choices that we have nowadays with information overflow, and, you know, I think we should exercise both sides of the brains when of we course, decide how to and see, buy a piece I, I, of art. I always think it's interesting when you approach a piece of artwork that it's not a test. That It's not like you look no, at the you piece don't have to, and yeah. someone's trying, you've got to figure out what it's about. And I think there can be that feeling sometimes when you're confronted well, with a yes, piece, you know, yes, and you think, yes. I don't get it. I don't get it. And and I think um, I think it's interesting because as you as you mentioned, this is um, for people who maybe feel that way sometimes when they go to gallery or art fair environments, yes. they're going to have the opportunity to speak to the person and the, 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 the creator, the artist themselves, and the artist themselves is not there to test them on whether they no, not at all. completely not at all. Not accepted at all. their whole meaning. Well, you would be surprised how many times I was totally lost <laughs> in front of a piece of work. And uh, and interesting, sometimes we have even I, when I spoke to, you know, really famous, world famous artists they said they they you know, what exactly is that? And, you know, they just shrug their shoulders and say, oh, You sure. tell me you know <laughs> because so each You artist, tell me. You're yeah, like, no, no. Each artist is different. Uh, some artists would love to really um, get their message across in a very sort of direct and clear manner. You know, mm. and they want to use the piece to communicate a mm. lot of messages. They've got an agenda. They've right. Got a, they've got but a message across. Some artists across. actually say that, well, this is just like my expression. One is out there. It's up to everyone's mm. own interpretation. Mm. So there's no right or wrong. There is no... I always say there's no such thing as, you know, I don't understand, therefore. Yes. No, it really is, I love it, therefore. Ah, I like that. That's a good way of looking at it. I found a rec- uh, an interesting um, an interesting study about viewing art that was saying um, there's different art that we, you know, our circumstances and our day, everything, the way we approach art can be influenced. And there was a study that looked at college students and it let them, it made them go through different conditions before they looked at art. Okay, interesting. And one group was shown a scary film, another was shown a happy film. Some people had to do low physical activity, some people had to do high physical activity. And then after the, um, and then after all of this, they were asked to look and rate paintings, rate different pieces of artwork. And what they found was that the group that was shown a scary movie rated the paintings higher than the other groups and they think that maybe having really? a fearful yeah apparently a fearful <laughs> the experience adrenaline the adrenaline meant that they they primed their brains to have a much more pleasant experience while viewing the art which i don't want to make a huge leap here but if you're having a particularly bad day it's probably a good idea to go and exactly. go along to an art exactly. fair or go along to a, right. a gallery. Think, yeah, looking at a, at, at a painting or sculpture, to me, it's very similar to listening to music, in mm. a way, or going to, out to the nature. So this is something that, that helped me calm down, you know, uh, something that that's fun, you know. 
I mean, you you just do the things that you know you, make you feel good. Yeah. And looking at art is is it is makes you feel one thing for oh, me. Oh, I love that, Judy. Thank you very very much for joining us. The Art Next Expo. If you want some more information on that, I will put it up on our Facebook page. Uh, that's happening. Remind us of the dates again. It's November first to fourth this year at the PMQ in at Central. PMQ in Central. Perfect. There'll be lots of emerging artists. Thank, Thank you. you very much for your time, Judy. Thank you for Judy having Inn, me. Director from the Art Next Expo. Um,